get the everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, it's an unfortunate truth of history that under the Tsar of Russia, uh, there was no shortage, Nebuch, of Gezeris, of decrees that would come to uh, the Tsar's desk for approval to make the Yiddish uh, people, to make Yiddishkeit and the Jewish people in Russia have an even harder time to survive and to thrive. And very often these decrees would pass through the Tsar's office and he would uh, unfortunately stamp them and Yidin would have to deal with it. And sometimes the Tzaddikim were able to be piled that the Gezeris should stop. So the Maisa goes like this, there was once a particular minister in the government of the Tsar that was a big anti-Semite and he was gathering for a significant amount of time quote-unquote evidence to show that Yiddishkeit is a religion which is, you know, antithetical and rebellious against the Tsar's government. This was this guy's Indian. And he's gathering data, you know, marmakinus from all over the place that uh, Yiddishkeit is an enemy. Okay. And after many, many months of, you know, tireless work of getting, gathering together this information in this particular, again, in those days it wasn't like on file in a computer, it was an actual you know, loose leaf of papers that he put together. So he was now going to travel to the Tsar and to present it to the Tsar for his approval to make some sort of gazera against the Yidin. Now, the Lubavitch Rebbe at the time was Rav Shalom Doiv Ber Lubavitch, the great Rebbe Rashab. Now the Rashab, however he knew, knew that this was happening, that this minister is, this, is trying to get this gazera passed by the Tsar. So the Rebbe Rashab calls in his great son, who was eventually going to be the next Lubavitch Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Shnirsen, the Rebbe Rayatz. And so the Rashab turns to Rayatz and he says, I have to send you on a mission. You have to go to the capital and you have to, using certain connections and certain people that you know and people that I know, to try to do whatever you can to be mishtadl, to work, to try to get rid of this gezera. Okay, so he goes with the shlichas of his father, the great tzaddik. So he travels to, uh, to the capital, he speaks to the, his contacts, this and that, this is shtadlis, this is shtadlis, this this sort of uh, back-end channel, this back-end channel, nothing's working, nothing's doing, this minister is very, very well connected, there's nothing, all the, all the back channels to try to stop this because they're from going through, it was, it was mamash futile. So the Rayats has no choice, but he, you know, he, he goes back to the Reb Rashab and uh, to tell him that, you know, he wasn't able to be pile and we have to figure out some other mahalach. So he comes back to his father and he knocks on the office of his father, he opens the door, <clears throat> and he notices that right at that moment, the Rebbe Shab was either right before davening or right after davening, he, was, he had his talus from davening on the table in front of him, and he was examining the tzitzis, either again about to put it on or, or putting it in the talus back, and the Rerayats tells his father that uh, unfortunately he wasn't able to be pile, and the, the Gezeris still seems to be going through. So Rashab looks at him, and he just says the following thing. He says that there was a story from the Balatanya, that the Balatanya also was aware of a particular gezerah that was almost being passed by the Tsar. And the Balatanya sent his son, the Mitla Rebbe, Rabdaif Ber, also on a mission to be Mavatal gezerah. Rabdaif Ber, the Mitla Rebbe, also was not successful. Came back to the Balatanya, and about to tell the Baltanya that he wasn't successful, opens the door and sees the Baltanya fixing his tzitzis on his talus. And the Baltanya said to the Mitla Rebbe the following message. He said that you should know the kaych of tzitzis is so profound, the kedusha of tzitzis 
by the Svarim, by the Arizal, it's called an Ormakif, such an intense light of Hashem's presence, that it's Deicha, all the Chitzainim. It, it, it pushes away all the forces of impurity without any fear, without any hesitation, just directly. And the Mitla Rebbe went to the Balatanya and kissed the Tzitzis and went back to do the mission. So this is what the Rashab is telling the Rebbe Rayatz. So the Rebbe Rayatz gets the point. He goes over, kisses the Rashab Tzitzis and goes back. But now when he goes back to the capital, instead of trying to go back ends and back doors and try to talk to this person, to that person, he decides, you know what? There's nothing to be afraid of. I'm going straight to the house of this minister and I'm knocking on the door and I'm just going to talk to him. Okay? So that's what he does. He goes to the minister's office, minister's house, knocks on the door, and the, the anti-Semite, the one that's making the gzair, opens the door and sees the rayats. And he says, what do you want, Jew? So he says, I want to talk to you about this decree that you're trying to pass which is a shocking thing to say. The minister should just kick him out. But lo and behold, the minister says, okay, let's talk. <laughs> so Rayatz goes in, they sit down to the office, and the minister says, what do you want to know about it? And he, the, the Rayatz says, I want to know what, what, what's, what are you going to claim? Which, again, there's nothing that, there's no reason why the minister should even be paying attention to anything that the tzaddik is saying. But he says, fine, I'll tell you exactly. And he takes out the portfolio from his thing, the whole, the whole, uh, the whole months of effort, and he lays it down, and he starts reading it. And the Riyadh says, no, I want to see it myself. So he takes the evidence, this is it, and he takes it, and there's little copies in like a little copy machine, you know, there's nothing else on file, it's this. He gives it to Riyadh, the Riyadh looks at it, jumps up, and without running away, just staring the minister in the eyes, takes the first paper, just rips it. Second paper, just rips it. And the minister is screaming and yelling, what are you doing, what are you doing? But he's not doing anything, he's just screaming at him. And the Riyadh just continues tearing paper after paper after paper into little pieces. And at the end of it, the minister gave a big slap across the face to the Riyadh. But Lamaisa, that's all that happened. And he just walked away. And that was it. And that was it. So this is one of the things that the, the Riyadh comes back to the Rav And the Rav says, see, sometimes, sometimes the best way is the direct way. Sometimes that's the best way. So, you know, you know, what I learned from a mice like this, tzaddikim have kaiches like this. But what we can take from it is that sometimes we're a little bit too afraid and too intimidated of, of uh, challenges in our lives than we should be. A person has to remember, you have an ashama means that you're more powerful than, than you think. You're more powerful than, than pretty much anything in the world. There's nothing that's more powerful than Ishmael Yisrael. And so we should be zaychet to tap into that energy, not to be afraid, and very often just take the direct approach we should be zechet to see Yeshua and Nechamas from that. We should be zechet to have a week of, of, of light, of health, of, of, of success on all levels. Bagash is Ruchni, Zubiyas, Gold Tzedek, Mehervi, Amen.